Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress-them-on-the-third-date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 97.1 FM Talk Podcast. Old Roy is here. And I have good news. Old Roy, your name will never not fit you because you're just getting older. That's, that's a valid point. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas sometimes I call Trisha young Trisha, and that's got an expiration date on it. I don't know when it'll be. Don't, don't tell her that. I won't. <laughs> she doesn't listen to the show anyway. When she's not in here, she's gone. <laughs> so let's just bash Trisha. Like I do to you when you're gone. Yeah. I don't know if you've heard, but every week that you're not here, I try to make <clears throat> one at least subtle dig. Usually pretty it's, overt. Yeah, it's usually not subtle. <laughs> no. No, it doesn't need to be. You're not here. Right. It doesn't matter. Um, but you are here, so thank you for coming back and... We'll try to catch up with you more a little bit next week too, and uh, I know you got a lot going on, so uh, you know your time is valuable. I'll treat it as such. That's the best compliment I've ever given you on the air. Probably, yeah. Um, I say that though, going into a really ridiculous topic. Well, not ridiculous. Some some people were really upset by this, and you maybe were among them. Olivia Newton-John has died. Mm. Did you take that pretty hard? Uh, I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Appreciate your honesty. Yeah. <clears throat> I, it's always sad when anybody dies. Anybody in the whole world. In the, in the entire That's why universe. I walk around sad. But, um, I always thought she was overrated. <laughs> <laughs> I know this sounds terrible given the fact that she just died, but, uh, I didn't even like her in Greece. No, I well, I hated Greece, yeah. so I, I no love lost there. But let's get physical was a decent song, right? No, 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 that was a terrible song. Okay, a lot of the music in that era was just basically awful. Well, let's get physical. I got to tell you, I was what was that? Probably eighty four, eighty five, mm-hmm. somewhere around there. I was maybe four when that song came out, so it really connected with you. It did, yeah. and the the video is her working out, right? 
I did not realize, and you know, it played for years after that. So it wasn't like when it was four, when I was four years old. That was like, oh, a music video, and that was it. I saw it for years, and then you hear the song for years played on '80s radio and stuff. Until I was probably in my mid twenties, I actually thought that song was about working out. <laughs> <laughs> you mean it's not? As, <laughs> oh, okay. Wait a minute. Yeah, at some point I went. Oh, oh, Olivia! <laughs> yes, you, you minx. Uh, yeah. So I, I only bring that up because when she died, I texted you and said, "Oh no, <laughs> our opportunity is gone." Yeah. So, so Old Roy and I were maybe gonna do. A huge network TV show with Olivia <laughs> Newton-John. Do you want care to explain that? <clears throat> well, we had. Uh, <laughs> it was odd. We were working on a potential documentary in Utah, and one of the people semi-associated with that, a friend of the subject, of <laughs> a the friend of the subject of the documentary, uh, we were talking to her about other potential opportunities and she mentioned that she was friends with olivia newton john mm-hmm. and could connect us mm-hmm. and well being the the uh i don't know entrepreneurs yeah entre- we'll put it that way okay. entrepreneurs uh any opportunity to rub shoulders with someone famous or semi-famous we were going to jump on just to try to make ourselves look good <laughs> <laughs> but it That's never fair. came to be yeah which really stinks because to me, <clears throat> if you're going to get a network TV show, you want to start with a big name who's everybody's talking about. Yeah. And that, and this is like five years ago. Uh-huh. Olivia Newton John was at her peak, was on the right? top. Yeah. I mean, she was maybe just about to turn 70 at the time. Uh-huh. And people were like, what is Olivia Newton John's next project going to be? So if you could get on board with her, it was like The Rock. Yeah. It, you know, it was Chris Hemsworth, what's his next project? What's Olivia Newton-John going to do? And so for us to associate with her in that fashion, we were that close. Very close. To being producers of I don't really know what. Whatever it was, it would have been (laughs) fantastic. Right, right. Was she, we were out in Utah, was she, did she have a regular Vegas show at that time? Is that what that was? I don't think so. I, I, I actually think she was connected uh, to the person we were talking to through some of her charitable things. Yeah, I know, but I th- that was the connection. But didn't she have a show in Vegas that she did every week, and that was that's how she made a living? I don't know later what she possibly could have done. I'll come out and <laughs> sing Sandra D songs and whatever, right? At seventy years old, yeah. yeah. I mean, that's that's Maybe. what people would pay to do. I just went to Branson, and oh, apparently. They called Branson the Christian Vegas, right? I didn't know that. Yeah, it's true. Okay, and they they share a lot of acts with with Vegas. I did not know that, and they're not necessarily huge names. You're not going to go see, uh, you know, the the Osmonds or something in Vegas all the time. But th- there are Osmonds that are performing in the Branson all the time. But it's weird how that, I'm. That's a huge name to you. <clears throat> well. <The> Osmonds. <laughs> 
Let, let me take it a step further and tell you it's not even Donnie and Marie. You know, it's one of the other Osmonds that I don't know their first name. <laughs> Josephina. I hope not the youngest. He was just a weird kid. It probably was him. Oh boy. I didn't see him. Yeah. But apparently a lot of the magicians and stuff, they do there's a circuit that goes from Vegas to Branson to maybe Pigeon Forge. <laughs> and that's that's the circuit. And 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 Vegas is a part of it. So I'm not, I don't know why I'm connecting that other than the fact that I was just in Branson was like, oh my gosh, there's a lot of actual Vegas shows here now. Branson's growing up. There's well, beer there now, Roy. So here's how pathetic I am. The last time I was in Branson was in 1974. Wait, wait, wait. That makes you pathetic? <laughs> well, I don't know what everybody's talking about Branson, 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 and I have nothing to... And I've never been to Vegas, so I, I haven't can't, either. I can't even fathom. I mean, it was Silver Dollar City. That was it. That was mm-hmm. all that was there. And Silver Dollar City back in the early seventies was just some old dude with a big white beard carving, whittling a whistle or something. So I don't have any perspective on. <laughs> Sounds awful when you talk about when you talk about Branson. Uh, I have a hard time being impressed because I can't have, I have no perspective on that. So we missed our chance, I think in conclusion, to see one of the greatest shows that ever would have been with Olivia Newton-John singing songs from when she was roughly a teenager at 70. Yeah. Yeah. That would have been huge. That, that would have been, but here's the thing. Those tickets were probably 150 bucks. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what's crazy. That is what's <clears throat> absolutely insane. Just coming back from Branson last week, uh, you go to see a show, and even the kids' tickets cost 40 bucks. For an adult, a lot of those tickets, if it's even an Osmond name, if it's a below that, you can probably get them for 60, 70 bucks. If it's an Osmond or somebody, you're paying 100 bucks. I don't care. I don't care about any of these people. <laughs> I don't want to see your dumb show. I've I've seen Dixie Stampede when the kids were little. It was fine, but I'm not going to pay another $300 to go see it just so I can do something. I, I'm amazed at how expensive some of that stuff is. And it's not just inflation. It's not, oh, all of a sudden things are expensive. They yeah. were expensive 10 years ago, and it's stupid. Just go to... Chuck E. Cheese if you want to see a good stage show. That's what we did. Yeah. We went to Pizza Ranch. <laughs> it's a real place. Really? We went to Pizza Ranch, and we had all-you-can-eat pizza, and I paid for that for a week, because gluten, Roy, gets into my bones. <laughs> and oh, boy. That night, I said, screw it all. I'm going, I want extra gluten. I want the pizza that's thick, and I want you to sprinkle gluten on top. Uh-huh. And I did it. And I've been walking like an old Roy for about a week now, just starting to come around. Wow. Yeah. Gets in my joints, gets in bones. <laughs> <laughs> Got to sit by the fire, <laughs> warm up. Wear an afghan around your yeah. shoulders. Yeah, which yeah. is weird because it's been like 110 outside. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Anyway, thanks for being here and for coming back because I thought maybe we'd never see you again. Earlier this week, the day of the FBI raid, Some people on CNN were doing one of those (sighs) rounds. Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. 
Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. On tables where there's a bunch of people talking, one of them at least, and I think the others didn't push back on it, was suggesting that Donald Trump planned this raid or at least goaded it on. You know, he, he wanted it to happen, so he, he did all of these things hoping that the FBI would raid his house because that's how badly this is turning out, at least in the public view, for Democrats. For the deep state, I should say, not even for Democrats. It's just for the, the powers that be. This looks terrible, as it should, because it is terrible. But they were suggesting that Donald Trump is, is playing not just three-dimensional chess. He's playing eight-dimensional chess here and did something. We still don't even know what it is. Did something to try to cause the FBI to raid his house when he wasn't there. Not kidding, that actually happened. And the reasoning for it was because of this ad, which I'm going to play here. Now, the ad is rather long, but I'm going to play the whole thing. I do find it interesting. I do find the end to be very inspiring. So hopefully you'll stick it through it with me. I don't think it'll be hard. I think it's, it's actually pretty interesting material. But because of one line in it, They said, well, he had this prepared. He was ready to go with this ad for when the FBI raided his house. I'll play the whole thing. See if you can even find that line in there. It's very quick, but that's their entire justification. Here you go. We are a nation in decline. We are a failing nation. We are a nation that has the highest inflation in over 40 years, where the stock market just finished the worst first half of a year, 
in more than five decades. We are a nation that has the highest energy cost in its history, and we are no longer energy independent or energy dominant, which we were just two short years ago. We are a nation that is begging Venezuela and Saudi Arabia for oil. We are a nation that surrendered in Afghanistan, leaving behind dead soldiers, American citizens, and $85 billion worth of the finest military equipment in the world. We are a nation that allowed Russia to devastate a country, Ukraine, killing hundreds of thousands of people, and it will only get worse. We are a nation that has weaponized its law enforcement against the opposing political party like never before. We've never seen anything like this. We are a nation that no longer has a free and fair press. Fake news is about all you get. We are a nation where free speech is no longer allowed, where crime is rampant like never before, where the economy has been collapsing, where more people died of COVID in 2021 than in 2020. We are a nation that is allowing Iran to build a massive nuclear weapon and China to use the trillions and trillions of dollars it's taken from the United States to build a military to rival our own. We are a nation that over the past two years is no longer respected or listened to all around the world. And we are a nation that is hostile to liberty and freedom and faith. We are a nation whose economy is floundering, whose stores are not stocked, whose deliveries are not coming, and whose educational system is ranked at the bottom of every list. We are a nation that in many ways has become a joke. But soon we will have greatness again. It was hardworking patriots like you who built this country, and it is hardworking patriots like you who are going to save our country. There is no mountain we cannot climb. There is no summit we cannot reach. There is no challenge we cannot beat. There is no victory we cannot have. We will not bend. We will not break. We will not yield ever, ever, ever. We will never give in. We will never give up. And we will never, ever back down. We will never let you down as long as we are confident in you now. The tyrants we are fighting do not stand even a little chance. Because we are Americans, and Americans kneel to God and God alone. And it is time to start talking about greatness for our country again. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage, to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is here to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell everywhere. From their all-in-one e-commerce platform to their in-person POS system. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify has got you covered. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 15% better on average compared to 
other leading commerce platforms. And sell more with less effort thanks to Shopify Magic, your AI-powered all-star. Shopify powers 10% of all e-commerce in the U.S. And Shopify is the global force behind Allbirds, Rothy's, and Brooklinen, and millions of other entrepreneurs of every size across 175 countries. Plus, Shopify's award-winning 24-7 help is there to support your success every step of the way. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash odysseypodcast, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash odysseypodcast now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash odysseypodcast. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Welcome back to Wiggins America, to Tricia, and to Old Roy. Thank you for being here. Thank you so much for having us. You're welcome. Roy, good morning and thank you for being here. Thank you. Okay, now that we got that out of the way. <laughs> feels good. Yeah, it feels, feels good, good to, to talk. Each other and just be friends yeah. for a minute. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, love you guys. And mm-hmm. just want to uh, express that. <laughs> <laughs> This is getting uncomfortable. Yeah. Roy, should we go? Seems <laughs> like Ryan needs a minute. Uh, I'm drunk, as you can tell. Obviously. Uh, that's, I'm a loving drunk. Part of the course. I drink. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You are. Um, have, have, either, have you been around me drunk ever? Never. I don't drink a lot. And so I, I usually get right up to the line and then I realize, oh man, I'm losing it a little <laughs> bit and I back off. So I don't really get drunk and I don't even drink that much. But when I do... I become your best friend. Everybody is the best. I love you. I love you, man. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> it's uh, the only people time you ever love hear. that guy at a party. I they do they really though? No. I was gonna say. <laughs> but I no, they don't. But I hey, but the difference is though, when I'm drunk, I mean it. <laughs> yeah. I'm sure you do. I'm sure you do. All right. Let's do serious questions. And I'll start on the economy. I guess this is good news, but you know, Take it as it is. Gas prices in the U.S. fell below $4 a gallon average, which is good, but it's back to where they were in March. So, <laughs> you know, if you have, like, the the movie Memento, if you have that kind of short-term memory only, mm-hmm. then you're probably really happy right now. But if you have any sort of long-term memory... You're they're, still broke. They're not tricking you no. <laughs> into Mm-mm. thinking that things are nope. going great with gas prices. But here's the other inflation news. Um, did you hear Joe Biden talking about how inflation was at 0%? zero percent? Zero. Everybody's talking about it. Okay. It's the I, that must have been the talking points that went out in the memo this weekend or this week, this yeah. past week, a couple days ago. Well, that's I mentioned it like midweek, and then it became kind of a thing. And I thought, well, is is it just me or did I pick this up early? Because I saw that on I guess Wednesday. That he I was heard saying it, that. I heard it heavily Thursday. Three, four, at least four people okay. were touting those the zero number. Yes. It's not just Biden. It's like a talking point. Mm-hmm. And it's to the point now, this isn't even the point of the story, but we're talking about redefining things all the time. 
every piece of news that comes out, they're just saying, no, that's not true. That's not the technical definition anymore. Yes, that's not what an <laughs> FBI raid is. A raid is when there's a search warrant that's two days prior to the raid, which is not a raid. It's a siege or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's just the redefinition of words is, is incredible. And I think it started when everybody goes, dude, stop trying to redefine recession. Yeah. Just get over it. But anyway, uh, inflation apparently did slow in July compared to June in that it stayed as high as June. <laughs> that's that's what I think they're saying is zero, is that it was, it's as high as it was. <laughs> so, um, But it was still at 8.1% in July year over year, which is how they actually determine inflation. Partly because of lower gas prices and airfares, which are going down a little bit compared to highs anyway. Rent and food, though, still... Shooting way up. No stopping those. So serious question. Have you guys stopped eating? Serious question. I think you know me well enough to know that is a ridiculous question. <laughs> no, Ryan. Okay. <laughs> I'm not. It's really hard to yes and when you throw questions like that. <laughs> You can just say no. It's a serious question. I'm not trying to do radio here. I'm just asking you an honest question that I want to know the answer to. Yes, and Ryan, I haven't eaten. <laughs> and Ryan, I haven't eaten for a month and a half. Yeah, darn prices. That's why. You just gotta eat. Belo- you know what's weird? And you may remember this because you're so dang old. Yeah. When uh, when my aunt passed away about seven eight years ago now. I remember her telling me stories from when she was not young, young, but maybe had just had babies, like my cousins were really young, that they would eat grilled cheese and bologna all the time because they just couldn't afford things. And I'm like, we're talking about like the mid-70s and maybe even before that, you know, when they were young married. But I'm like, were, were things ever at that, that point or were they just really poor? That ain't, that ain't even about being poor. That grilled cheese and bologna is a good sandwich. <laughs> well, <laughs> the same thing. That sounds like you. a good hearty lunch. <laughs> yeah. No, it's, it was the thing. I mean, we, we'd we have ketchup sandwiches when we got close to the end of the month. Really? Oh, yeah. So you are old enough to remember this. Yeah. I can't believe, in my lifetime, I have never experienced that. I mean, we had, you know, we were very, very right down the center middle class. We were never rich or anything, but we were never poor. And I remember eating SpaghettiOs because, oh, you know, we just don't have enough budget. But, you know, SpaghettiOs was cool. Like, that was fine with me. It wasn't eating just the crust of the bread or something, (laughs) you know? Like, I can't believe that in even people who are listening right now's lifetime, that we were at that point because I just never really dealt with it. You're privileged. Yeah, I am. Yeah. Super privileged. Now, you probably grew up super poor, though, right? Yeah. Okay. So poor. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, I'm also privileged. She, she didn't get her iPhone till she was almost three. Yeah. I was. I had to wait till my freshman year oh. to get my iPhone. iPhone? No. I had a cell phone in 1999. I know. When I said that, I was thinking, because it was, it was the end of my senior year, I guess, that I got my iPhone. I got my Nokia my freshman year. No seventh grade nothing i'm telling you is true <laughs> i got my nokia in seventh grade but my iphone i thought came earlier it didn't though because i remember dropping my first one in a cup of beer 
and frying it. Whoa, what the heck? Why did you fry the cup of beer? <laughs> because we were at a party and underage drinking is not my jam. And I thought, I'm a, what I'm going to do is I'm going to destroy all the beer with my iPhone. So I dropped the phone in the beer. The beer went bad. So did the phone. I remember having to pay, for, pay to replace it. Nothing about that story makes I, sense. Yeah, to me. I cannot follow that story. It, you are lying, aren't you? No, that part is true. I don't believe you, guys. <laughs> guys, can we? Do you have any? Let's get a dumb this, button or something. Let's get past this nonsense and <laughs> get to some to serious hall. questions. Serious question. Your turn. My turn. Yeah. Okay. I'm a hard act to follow. You sure are. <laughs> okay. The uh, Zambezi Zinger returns to Worlds of Fun, uh, Kansas City, Missouri. To celebrate the park's 50th anniversary, Worlds of Fun announced the return of the Zambezi Zinger. Uh, the nearly 2,500-foot-long metal wood coaster will return to the African region of the park. It uh, top speeds of 45 miles per hour. It's new and improved. It's going to be similar to the original for fans of the original with a few changes. Serious question. Serious question. Have you guys ever thrown up in public? No. I've been around a lot of people who've thrown up around me, though. So I, I have not. I I throw up once every seven years. Yeah. It's like a... Clockwork? It's, it's you like guys much. have never thrown up in public? No. No. I, every, every seven years. It's like a Jewish holiday. <laughs> it is. It's crazy. I just... I don't... Uh, well, first of all, I'm terrified of it. That's probably one it's of my biggest horribly fears. embarrassing. But I just my dad was the same way. He get he would get sick like every seven, eight years and huh. nothing in between. I'm like and when I need to throw up, I'm like a dog. I go and hide. You know how dogs go and hide when they're about to die? That's like me when throw I throw up. Why would you go there? <laughs> you know that's true, right? I don't want to talk about that. If your that, dog is hiding I don't want to talk your about dog it. is gonna die. Stop. <laughs> Shut it down. Apparently, you have thrown up in public, and you were desperate to talk about it. So go ahead. No. This is your platform. Horribly embarrassing, and I don't want to talk about it no, ever tell again. Your story. I just wanted to know if- How many times? Were you least? on this spinny thing or on a roller coaster? No. I broke my wrist at Fun Spot, and I was in a lot of pain, and I threw up all over. What's Fun Spot? everywhere. It's a roller skating rink. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. You didn't throw up when you got drunk and burned your phone in a- Vat of beer? Not that I remember. She was so nervous about going to the doctor after breaking her wrist. She yeah. threw up in the fun spot. What? Fun, where is fun spot? It's in Illinois. Mm-hmm. Belleville? Belleville. Mm-hmm. Okay, I think I've been there. I think you know it's Skate City now. You know what's crazy is that my wife just broke her wrist at fun spot. Really? Oh, yeah. I think I knew that. Yeah. yeah. Well, whatever it's called now. Up? I don't know. I'll have to ask her. Okay. I'll text her. Thank you. Do that right now. You want to do yours? Yeah, I can do mine. Okay. Do, you get, oh, do we have to wait for you to pull it up? Are you, doing, you have it memorized? You I'm have no paper it, in front of I'm you. I'm doing it from memory. Let's hear it. Serious question. So uh, recently there was a hot mic situation in the halls of Congress with uh, uh, Warren and uh, Feinstein. Oh, I haven't heard of this. Have you heard of this? They were walking to an elevator and they were talking about uh, their pets. Feinstein asked her assistant something about her puppy and he said oh we the puppy was in the back of the whatever and then warren says um puppies take naps maybe you should take a nap 
She said this to Feinstein. Mm, sick burn. Yeah. And then they're talking about their pets and how they love it. And then that was all caught on, on a hot mic. So serious question. Serious question. Are all Democrats weird? I don't know what the heck this story is. Why is this even interesting? They're just talking about their dogs? Yeah. You didn't miss the sick burn part. The burn part. The, the, the headline, take a nap? The headline she was, like, was Baby, you should take Elizabeth a nap. Warren told Diane Feinstein, who's 111 years old, puppies take naps. Maybe you should take one. That is top-notch material. These are, peop- <laughs> these are important members of Congress having this conversation in the people's house. <laughs> yeah, then you, if you understand it, then you answer the serious question. I don't think all Democrats are that weird. That well, doesn't even sound. That doesn't even sound like a burn to me, Brian. I don't think you understand. I know. I don't. I, I, is she? Are you saying that Elizabeth Warren was suggesting Roy, that Diane Feinstein goes and dies, no. like I was saying about the dog? No, hold on, Roy, like, go, say it again. Go on. Please, what, please. What am I missing? Puppies take naps. Maybe you should too. What? What am I? It's, it just, spell it out. Because what is it? I really I don't know. Get old. It was my impression was that it was it was just a harmless. They were bantering about pets, and there was a long day in Congress, and she was telling 122 year old Diane Feinstein. I, I get this, I get but this the headline part. was Elizabeth Warren tells <laughs> tells Feinstein puppies take naps. You should too. I. I don't get what there is. Beyond. The what's, the, what's the subtext? There is none, right? No. Okay. Okay. There's, there's no All hidden right. agenda. Thank you. <laughs> it, it was just a story. Okay. Okay. And I had a serious question about it that you didn't answer. It was excellent, Roy. I don't even think. Don't let Brian. To, Brian to, doesn't understand that level of comedy <laughs> and you know, if you don't get it, you don't get it, yeah, and there's nothing we so. can do. <laughs> my my serious answer to your serious question is, yeah. that doesn't sound weird or noteworthy in any way. Is that your point? A bunch of old ladies who are supposed to be running our country are walking around <laughs> Congress talking about puppy naps. So what? They, they right, live at lives. this point, it seems like you're deflecting. I guess you're, <laughs> I guess you're okay with it because uh, inflation is at zero. Yeah. I don't get it. It almost seems like Ryan is a Democrat. I think so. <laughs> fine. That's fine. You probably voted for Obama. You know he did twice. <laughs> I actually voted in Massachusetts for Warren because I love her that much. <laughs> I had to get a P.O. box <laughs> there, which is illegal. And I didn't actually admit to that just now. I, I'm just going to let you guys have that. I had another one, but I don't know what the heck just happened. And I still don't. I really don't know what I was just listening to. And I was apparently participating in it. It's, so, it was in the news. That's all. Okay. I just, I just report. Let the okay. people decide. I really regret <laughs> having you back. This show was going pretty well for a few weeks. Mm. I'm so glad you're back, Roy. <laughs> I've missed you. Well, I'm going to close the week out here on something that is pretty far outside of the news. It's not something that really anybody's talking about, although just a couple weeks ago, it was the focus of all the news. That's the Supreme Court. Now, what I'm talking about, though, isn't the session that's passed. It's the session that's ahead. This is August, so it's still a good deal away. But I started looking into this simply because, gosh, it's big. When it happens, it's big news. 
So let's get ahead of it and just see what it's going to be, shall we? I picked out what I would consider to be the four biggest cases coming to the Supreme Court, which the next session again starts in October. It'll go through, I believe, right around Christmas or just shy of Christmas when they when they break. So there's there's lots of cases, just like always. There's a whole whole bunch of cases, and a lot of them don't necessarily have a huge impact on you. Uh, the names of them are always kind of funny because you go, oh, is that Ted Cruz in a Supreme Court case or is that just Cruz versus New Mexico or whatever? Um, A lot of times it turns out to be somebody famous and they kind of make big high-profile cases out of them. Well, these are the four that aren't necessarily, uh, you know, celebrity gossip, but they are things that will have an impact on the way that we live in America, just like Dobbs did, just like... A lot of cases in the past have and will. The first one I'll bring up is probably the least important, but still important. It has to do with the environment, and this this case will be argued, I think, right out of the gate, October 3rd. It involves a couple that has put up a 15-year fight to build a house on a property that federal regulators say is protected wetlands. Now, a ruling in their favor will impact not just them, but it'll let developers build more houses without getting to get having to get federal permits. So that's kind of a big deal because the more the federal government steps in and declares more and more and more land protected, the more we can't do anything with it. And I think everybody's for national parks and everybody wants to have pristine areas and things, but there's also overreach when you start declaring certain things protected lands. There's, there's so much of Alaska that's protected lands that they can't drill on a lot of it. Well, then it becomes a problem. So this case could impact quite a bit of that stuff. So not necessarily something that you'll wake up cheering if it happens and uh, sad if it doesn't, but something to keep an eye on, especially right out of the gate there. Now, the next one is something that's been, gosh, it feels like we've been fighting at the Supreme Court over this since I've been alive. And I can't believe that it just keeps coming back. And I don't know if there are different angles at it or what, but we're talking about race-based admissions into colleges. So not just affirmative action, but just admissions in general. For years, universities have been able to take race into account in their admissions process, which the Supreme Court affirmed in a 2003 decision, but the current court agreed to take up this challenge to admission policies at Harvard and the University of North Carolina because a special interest group called Students for Fair Admissions is accusing Harvard of favoring black and Hispanic applicants over Asian Americans. Nope. White people do not have anything to do with this one, surprisingly. You thought, you know, you thought that's where it was going, but no, this is on behalf of Asian American students. And I think it's probably a legal strategy to say, look, you're discriminating against a minority for the basis of another minority. You can't do that. So that's a, that's a smart case. Lawrence Bacow, Harvard's president, has said eliminating race as a factor would make it more challenging for the school to create a diverse student body. In the North Carolina, so no, not qualifications based on anything other than race is what he's saying. Uh, he's saying we have to know the race of the person because we have to have diversity. Well, why can't you have diversity of thought? Anyway, I'm off, I'm off subject here. Uh, because they don't have diversity of thought at all. In the North Carolina case, the Supreme Court took the rare step of intervening before a trial judge's decision made it to the appellate level. So they they said, let's just take that one. We know where it's going. We'll take it. 
All right, that's number two. Number three is a gay rights slash religious rights case. The court's going to hear an appeal from, again, these are always out of uh, Colorado, aren't they? Appeal from a website designer who said she refused to start creating pages for same-sex weddings because doing so would be at odds with her faith. The case bears similarities to the 2018 decision, which the justices sided with a Colorado baker who refused to make cakes for gay weddings, although the court avoided a ruling. And remember this at the time, they avoided a big, broader ruling that would allow business owners to turn away customers on religious grounds or basically say, I have a religious objection to this, therefore I won't do it. So the case is a free speech case. It's going to be intertwined with a lot of LGBTQ over and undertones and religious rights. But ultimately, the court is going to decide this based on free speech. Can you compel someone to say what you want them to say? That's really the case here. And of course, it has all kinds of implications to it. So I have a feeling that one, just based on describing it to you, this court very much respects religious rights and it very much respects free speech. Regardless, you know, there's certain justices that seem to go this way and that on certain things. They all seem to, the six anyway, all seem to coalesce around religious rights and free speech rights. So I have a feeling that one will go in the way that the founders declared with the First Amendment, that you can't compel free speech, but you also can't stop it. Last one, and I, I, this one may be the most important, although that, that one I just mentioned is pretty important. This one may be even more as far as politics go. And this one is pure politics. And I'm reciting this one from memory. I've done a lot of research on it. I said, throw away the script. I'm going to speak from the heart here. It has everything to do with whether the legislators of a state have ultimate power over elections. Now, you may have heard a little bit about this. The left is screaming about this. They do not like this one. And when I say screaming, I mean when it was announced that they were going to take up the case. Some people said some things about it, and they'd said, we don't like it. We don't like where this could go. And that's about all that's been said because it's just out of the news. But what could happen here is the Supreme Court could say, according to the Constitution, the legislation of a state or the legislators of a state have ultimate authority on how to run elections and how not to run elections and how to draw boundaries and allocate electors and things like that. What they also could say is, no, they don't have ultimate authority. The courts do have some checks and balances here. Now, my guess is based on just based on the court and the makeup of the justices that they're not going to rule in absolute terms here and say that the constitution meant because what it says is the legislation or the legislators have the ultimate authority. Well, what does it mean by legislators? Does it mean all parts of government? You know, they were using it in synonym with government, or were they using it specifically to the legislators? That's what has to be determined here. So a lot on the line, because if it is legislators, then you could see things like ballot boxes, and and especially in Pennsylvania. They're figuring this out in certain other states. But Pennsylvania is a mess. You have a Republican-led legislation. I keep wanting to say legislation. Legislative body <laughs> there uh, that is, is 
passing laws, and, and there have been laws on the books even before they were in power, that say, here's how you run elections. Well, the Supreme Court, particularly in Pennsylvania, has just decided it's going to make up new rules. That's way out of bounds. And so a strictly constitutional reading of this would say that Pennsylvania, your Supreme Court, actually has no power in determining how you run elections. That could be a good thing short term. I'm looking at it long term and saying, how, though, could blue states do this where they basically open up elections like in Illinois, for instance, to non-citizens or whatever, just crazy stuff that they could come up with that courts couldn't intervene in. So is that a good thing or a bad thing? Well, it depends on where you are, and it depends on how it's used. So beyond the question of what the Supreme Court's going to say is if they say strictly constitutional, how then will it be used? That's a big, big case. It'll probably get attention in corners like this. I don't know that it'll get a lot of mainstream coverage, but we will continue to look at it. We are out of time right now, though. Thank you for being here this morning. You can rewind on the Odyssey app. You can also type in Wiggins America and find the whole podcast here within probably a couple minutes when they get it posted. Thanks for being here this morning. Talk to you next week. Get more at 971talk.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. All-star closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time? Baseball isn't boring, baby. I'm Rob Bradford, and every single day I'm sitting down with the biggest names to show you this great game is the greatest game. It's my podcast. It's my passion. It's a cause I started more than two years ago and is now the most prolific national daily baseball pod there is. Another fact, so jump aboard the B.I.B. Express. Follow and listen to Baseball Isn't Boring, presented by Wasabi Hot Cloud Storage on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts.